0: Welcome to Two Sisters Podcast with your hosts, Christy and Melissa, who are real sisters bringing you real talk about life and faith through humor, insight, and community. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, it's Melissa and Christy, and welcome to Two Sisters Podcast. So I just want to do like a a little check-in with you, Christy. How are you? Like... How are you feeling and how are you doing in this here quarantine life? <laughs> the quarantine the life. The quarantine life. I am doing very well. Okay. I appreciate the little things mm. like sunshine coming okay. through my window <laughs> and peacefulness. Like this is given um me the excuse not to be bothered. Okay. Like which is what I was I was like that regularly anyway. Unbothered. Uh, uh, yes, ma'am. Um, so it's like, oh, well, you know, we're quarantined. You know, we got to keep our, you know, distance. And, you mm. know, that's that. It's just, it has already enhanced the person I already was. Okay. Which right. was, I prefer to stay home. My business. Before I go out. Right. Um, I don't really want to talk to a whole bunch of people. Right. About a whole bunch of stuff that's going on in their life. Or in the world. The drama and... Scare tactics, this, and we can't trust him and we can't trust this product and Mm. go to the store and get all the bread and milk and cheese (laughs) because the storm is coming, you know, whatever. (laughs) So quarantine has been, I mean, fantastic for me. And with that being said, you know, our hearts do go out to those who have, you know, genuinely lost people. So no, we're not trying to say it's not a serious problem. It's very serious, yes. but I have come to appreciate it, and I know not everybody can because they've actually lost you are right. um, very close loved ones, and so our heart and prayers goes out to them. Um, yes. And then it also gave me an opportunity to spend more time with my family because I was on the road traveling um, the year prior to the whole pandemic, or a couple of years prior to Mhm. Um the pandemic, and so just getting to be with my family and spending time uninterrupted time, just quality time, quality, you know, laughing and being silly together and appreciating life and appreciating love and joy and peace and the protection of God, but on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. I know that others mm-hmm. have experienced a kind of panic, you're right because of the pandemic mm-hmm. and Um, They have clung to people in their lives um, to the deficit of them because they're in the pandemic, because they're in desperation, because they're in fear. And so that has led many people to stay connected to people that they don't need to be connected to just because they are fearful of being alone Mm. during this pandemic, or they're looking at life as, you know, they're coming to the realization that life is not guaranteed, right? And that, you know, you don't know when it's your time. And they, they're starting to learn to how how to appreciate quality. Like, what is what what is quality? You know. Well, that was the first part of what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they learning that. Yeah, they they're. Say that again. They're learning what what it means to have quality time with people. And that is more important than the things they thought was important, I feel like. Yeah. But then when does that get unhealthy? What, spending time? Yeah. When? Oh, yeah. Right. So on the flip side of that, yes, appreciating life, this is definitely the best time to do it. This has taught us that. But is this also being used? by the enemy Mm -hmm. to have people cling to things they shouldn't be clinging to? Mm. Mm. Is it being used to magnify their fear of being alone? Is it magnifying their fear of not having enough? Or filling a void that they think that they have. Right. Or using something else in place of what should be. Like, you know, as far as um, people think that another person are needing another body, you you know, at night, a warm body at night because, like you're saying, they're they're lonely or feeling lonely. Or even depression, depression, Mm -hmm. just because they feel like they haven't been able to see or go visit or go do the things that they're normally used to doing. Mm It's, it's like they're trying to fill a lack with our, in place of things. Yeah, and with that loneliness, right, we're, we can't go out and about. So, you know, I'm hearing yeah. out there. Right. I'm not experiencing it myself, but I'm hearing out there that online dating,
1: mm-hmm. you know, the
0: thirst trap has come become... Uh, something beyond what's 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 not, worse than thirst not the thirst trap um i don't know the parched <laughs> the parched trap dehydrated you know dehydrated <laughs> trap where people are lonely and they can't get out you can't you know meet people at the regular way so they are out there trying to get them a, a pandemic boom. <laughs> Right? Oh my gosh. Because I never even yeah. they're lonely and, and, and that is not abnormal because no. if you're isolated, we can't you can't go go nowhere. Right. Gotta have your groceries delivered to your house mm. and everything else. Right. Besides, you know, product shipping. Right. Um but let's examine what that is. And before I we examine that, let's talk also about, you know, not having a job or your mm. income has been Lowered, lowered, or cut off, or cut off, and yeah. people are not in a in a in a position that would normally help you to help you. Right, right. It's really just every man for himself. Right, and we're and and let's reiterate, we're talking about how the enemy is using the pandemic on the flip side, right, to enhance fears that were already there, or voids that were already, already there, there. Mm-hmm. voids of loneliness, voids of not feeling adequate, adic- like you're good enough or um, that you need something else in your life to make you happy, i.e. a pandemic boo. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, you're so on those online sites. You're on mm-hmm. those social media sites and you are out there being dehydrated, right? Because we talked about beyond thirst. Right. Um, You're parched and you're out there like, I need somebody. And if I got to be sequestered mm. into my home, I'm going to be sequestered with somebody. Somebody, a body. Right. Anybody. To make me feel better. To watch these movies. body to- uh nasty now nah, nah, <laughs> we not gonna go there now. Nah. <laughs> At least give me a gospel song. No 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 man, no man So yeah, those so, so those are the well, you know, they used to be a song. Um that's mm-hmm. what I just talked talk about. Okay, mm-hmm. my bad, my bad. See I didn't win I didn't win song <laughs> You did. The <laughs> see there? See there, You did a right. work in progress. I'm like, What? <laughs> It just rhymes, <laughs> so so, yes, being grateful for this time is the the healthy way to look at it, right? yeah, to count your blessings, to lean on God more than ever mm. to be your source when you don't have employment, when you're in when your income has cut been cut in half or totally off, or when you have been having to think outside the box and do something that you're not necessarily comfortable with to make money well. Right. Wait, wait pin that, because he's, so I feel like most people use him as a resource. He's the source. Yes. Okay, let's, yeah, okay. Did I say resource? You didn't say resource, but okay. I want to make sure. So instead of, you know, so you're doing those things, like this is what, you know, and looking at it positively and leaning on God mm-hmm. to the fullest yeah. to get over these voids and deficits in your soul. And crying out to him and going to him for your peace. The enemy instead is using on a flip side and those voids are magnifying and you're reaching out to external things. Yeah. For fulfillment. And what that brings us to the subject. Of idols. Of the podcast today. Yeah. And the title today is Simply Idols. Idols. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Mm. Mm, talk about it because we mentioned it honestly in the last episode um last week and so I wanted to get a little bit more into what that really is because I honestly think that most of us and I was included didn't did not understand or even know or you know just was aware of what, that I was idolizing or what I was idolizing um or that it was not idol you know um, so the first thing for me, like I always like to be on one page and I would like to define or at least give you the definition of what an idol is. So from the Oxford um, Dictionary, it is an image or representation of a God used, little g, a God used as an object of worship. Another definition from Oxford is a person or thing that is greatly admired, loved or revered. And so I also want to give you the Miriam um, definition. Now listen to this one, an object of extreme devotion, a movie idol also, ideal sense, a representation or a symbol of an object of worship broadly a false god liturgy a likeness of something obsolete pretender imposter mm. I have to like hold hold on mm. she went all studious with her definition, but I wrote down Christie's definition <laughs> Of Listen, and, God, we need to be how, on the same page, okay? And how you know every day how this could apply, okay? To life, mm-hmm. so I just simply said believing in something else mm-hmm. to fulfill you, trusting in something or someone mm-hmm. to bring you wholeness and completeness outside of God. Mm. Good sum up. That's pretty much what it is. But again, since you know, I don't know who. The audience is. I want you to understand what an idol is. So when we talk about it, you know what we're talking about, so that you can also identify or find the things that you may be idolizing that you didn't know or was aware of, right? So that's what that is about. Yeah. So with that definition, you know, I have like these questions um, that you know we're gonna kind of just answer um, between me and Christy. Um, Man, it's so much. (laughs) Should we start with a scripture? Yeah, let's start with a scripture. Okay. So going back to our source, right, which is the Bible, Mm. we have quite a few scriptures in the Old Testament and New Testament, right, Mm -hmm. for the new school and old school folks. Mm
1: -hmm. That
0: speaks to idolatry, right? Mm -hmm. It's something that God takes... Very, very seriously, so for the first one, let's... oh wait, let me do mine first, okay, no, so worries. yeah, so, so we're gonna we're going to reference the ones that specifically talk about idols and what that look like and what it is for me, um, I kind of came w- with a different one because the way I understand it, and the way it helps me is that from the scripture that I'm coming from' second Corinthians um chapter ten. Verses three through five, because it pre to me an idol presents itself against the true knowledge of God. Okay, and and we talked a lot about um, truth and truthness and God in the last episode. So it's like, okay, what is truth? You know, He is truth. God is for truth. God is truth. Any anything opposite that is a lie, and we talked a whole lot about lies. <laughs> in these past couple episodes. So it's like, if you're not for it, for truth, then you're against it. All right. He is light. Uh, The opposite of light is darkness. Okay. He that's again, the other side, he is love. The opposite of love is hate. So again, it's like, it's, it's almost like basic if we just sit and think about it, it's basic. When you like when you're holding yourself and others to a basic standard and and in this day and age, basic is not even basic. It's considered high. If my sister used the term integrity last episode to say integrity. Oh my god, you like slapping somebody with the high standard. Is that's not high. That's just a basic standard. You should have integrity. But I'm not going to go I'm not going to keep going. I'm not going to keep going. I'm going to go ahead back on to my little scripture now before I get on and start to preach here. Hold on a second. Let me get to my scripture. Um so 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 through 5 and this is like my favorite um version of it, which is the amplified. So, verse 3, for though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man. The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. And that's pretty much what it is to me because it again is, it presents itself to me and how I look at it. As against the true knowledge of God, and so when it happens, then I have to take it captive. That goes for thoughts, anything that becomes exalts itself, it needs to become captive. And I'm going to now pass the torch to and baton to. Um, oh, do you know what I me? Mean? Yeah, okay, yeah. So for me, that is why I chose this this um, this verse for me because again, you know, he he have to kind of sometimes dig. He, he know me okay so i i need some i need to understand it. and that's how i understand it if it's presented itself against the true knowledge of god truth truth true knowledge of god god is light god is love like what god is then it is the opposite god is not in the middle of anything it is either is or it ain't okay well, what what's the perfect grammar? What, what's the perfect grammar well, is it, 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 it is or it ain't it is is or it ain't Or it's not okay, but thank you, thank you for the proper (laughs) ones. Okay, all right, so he is, or it is not all right, that's how it is. He's not in the middle, it's no gray, it's no middle, it's no, it's nothing lukewarm about him. And so, for me, that's how I had to, that's how he set the fire under me. It's like either you're going to be, or you're not, and I chose to be. And so, that's to me what it is, and that's why I wanted to bring that particular scripture because honestly, it is. It is a spiritual war that you're fighting that you probably have no idea that you are. <laughs> that's what it is. Idolatry is a fight. It is a spiritual fight. Everything that's that we're going through obstacles, trials and all of those different things is a spiritual war. period. But again, that's another conversation. so I'm not gonna go there, okay, but I'm just saying, okay, one more second. okay. I just, I just, because she's about to say these scriptures that she's about to now go into the scriptures that list what idols are, how it looks, what it will feel like. Okay. The thing that caught me that, that made me like, Ooh, okay. You know that. And the question is, do you know that God considers idolatry hating him? Like that, I mean, why, why you giving me the side eye? You don't want me? No, go ahead. What's the That was going to be introduced in the scripture. Right. I just want to, because I need to preface it. Like, I need them to know, okay? Yeah, that's good. Say it beforehand. So beforehand. When we read the scripture, they be like, what? It right. say that? And it, yes, it, yes do. it does. Because, you know, it's like, what? Would you talk? What? For real? But you don't even know that you are. You don't even know that you're idolizing something, though, sometimes. So it's like, do you know that God considers idolatry hating him? And like I told you before, he's truth, he's light, he's hate. So it's like, if you think about it, why would it not be considered hating him when you're against everything he stands for? All right, go ahead. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm passing the baton. I'm passing the baton. <laughs> okay, so speaking of that scripture, where she was like, oh my goodness, it says hate. He, can, I, a God considers idolatry hate. So let's turn, ladies and gentlemen, to Exodus 20 verses 3 through 6. Exodus chapter 20 verses 3 through 6 and this is the NIV. Oh, well, I guess the Lord want this to be, I want this to be the last scripture, but you want it to be first. Okay. <laughs> I didn't wrote my little notes and got my little things in order and he just throwing it all out of order. Okay. Exodus 20 verse 3 through 6. NIV. You and this is okay so you shall have no other gods before me okay that's the lord speaking <laughs> you shall have no other gods before me verse 4 you shall not make yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth below or beneath or in the waters below verse 5 you shall not bow down to them or worship them for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. Mm-hmm. That's what Melissa was talking about. Verse six, but there is hope, people. There's hope. And he said generations, though. I want y'all listening. Okay, so Melissa wants to pause. So there, basically, basically, if you are practicing idolatry, Mm -hmm. God says here that he's a jealous God. And because you did it, because you was about the shenanigans, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just going to affect you, but it's going to affect your children, their their children, children, their their children, children, and their children. Thousand, No, three and four generations. But the next verse, verse six. Okay. Okay. The good part. (laughs) says, but showing love Mm. to a thousand generations of those who love me Mm. and keep my commandments. Mm. So put a pin right there because we're going to end with what does it look like for to get this thousand generation blessings that God talks about after he, okay, (laughs) after he said what he said. He comes back and says but you know what for those who love me love and keep my commandments i got blessings for them up to a thousand not up to but to a thousand generations right because i ain't limiting him mm-hmm. right we're gonna come back to that at the end and tell you or show you how um you can love him and keep his commandments so are we i would um, like for you to read those other scriptures. yeah definitely So, again, we're talking about idolatry and it's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to give quite a few scriptural references Mm -hmm. so that, you know, this is not my opinion, Christy's opinion. This is not Melissa's opinion. This is the word of the Most High God. Mm -hmm. Who? The God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Christy, and Melissa. All right. So, let's go to, let me see here. We will go, our next verse will be... Colossians three five. Colossians three five. Let me. So Colossians three five. It's trying to hide from me. Mm-hmm. Where are you, Colossians? Three five. I'm scrolling my phone. Scrolling my phone. Scrolling my phone. Okay. Where you are? are you hiding? You hiding? You hiding, hiding? There we go. <laughs> Colossians three five. This is also the NIV. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay?
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Jonah chapter 2, verse 8. Jonah chapter 2, verse 8. Those who cling to worthless idols turn away. Mm-hmm. From God's love for them. Turn away. Do you know that we turn away? See what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's uh like you turn away. That is real real serious. So we have covered um a couple of scriptures. Let's keep going here. What you doing revelation? And nine? let's do Revelations 9 20. Revelations chapter 9 verse 20 this is the new king james version the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues <laughs> still did not repent of the work of their hands mm. they did not stop worship they did not stop worshipping demons mm. and idols of gold silver mm. bronze stone and wood mm. Idols that cannot see or hear or walk. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I only have one more, and that is Galatians 5, chapter 5, verse 19 through 21. And this is the NIV. Mm-hmm. The acts of the flesh are obvious, mm-hmm. sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Verse 20, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish selfish ambition, Mm. dissensions, factions. Factions. Right? And factions meant, because we had to look up that word, there was a dissension and cliques within a larger group. Right. Okay, verse 21. And envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Mm. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm. So this is a this is heavy stuff. Yeah, this is heavy stuff. Um, so you want to jump in, or you just want me to go ahead on and close it on and close it, on out? I want you to go ahead and close it on out. But I again. She's going to go into following God's commandments and what that and what does that look like, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know, once you give something, you want to give you know the answers to it or what you perceive to be the answers to it. But I I want to reiterate say that last, you will not, did he say, will not inherit the kingdom of God? So, you know, God don't stutter, He ain't a schizo, He ain't, you know, I mean, like He said what He said, He drops the mic. All the time. And so what you say is what it is. You will not. And for you that speak emoji. Okay. The clapping. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. And I am very big on speaking about that. And I just spoke to you very passionately the last episode about your inheritance. You automatically have it. If you have, you know, you are a believer, you are a Christian, you have gotten saved, and all of that, you have an inheritance. And basically, <laughs> this is how serious this idol, this idolatry is, is if you, first of all, have an idol or, or have idols, he specifically said that you turn away from his love. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that you hate him. And that you you hate him. And again, we always come back to you. So, it's not anybody else It's not because of anybody else. you have free will, just like everybody else, so you're choosing to turn away, and again, I know it's like I said, like we don't realize what we're doing. we don't maybe understand the the complete consequence the implications that we may have from our actions or the thoughts, the deeds I mean he's God, he knows our thoughts. He knows what we're going to do. He knows what's really in our heart, even if we've deceived ourselves, like he knows. So it's like, you can't fool him. So it's you. Okay. Um. Every single episode we would ever have, I'm always going to bring it back to you being accountable for you. You have turned away from him, his love, and you hate him. And like I said, if you think about it, why would it not be considered hate? If you're doing everything or if what you're idolizing represents represent everything opposite of what he is. And integrity is not a high standard, okay? It is basic. So today, right, we, we've given you very in-depth Bible scriptures, but I want to ask Melissa, Hmm? for those who still might not quite get it, (laughs) you know, it's talking about witchcraft, it's talking about sexual um, immorality, immorality, it's talking about envy, it's talking about... so, So what does... How do I know that I have made something idle in today's time? For me, if I, practically, mm-hmm. if I, so if I, if I get up, okay, everybody's busy, whatever, Every although everybody's life have slowed down tremendously, the first thing I want to do, or I plan to do, or, you know, it's devotion time, right? With the Lord. Like I said the last episode, it's all about spending time with Him to get to know Him. It's a relationship that you cultivate and it has to it's a mutual thing. So you want to, you desire to, right? And your actions you desire from your heart to please Him. So it's an automatic thing that you want to please God first. You go to God when you have a problem, not I, not me coming to you, Christy, or my mama, my, you know, or my friend. It's me going to him, seeking him first. Anytime that I'm out of alignment and in the middle of everybody else's business and everybody else in my business, um, if I'm not even waking up thanking him, not even spending any, not, not a little bit of one little iota of a time piece, like any second for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going about my day. Like it's not a privilege that I'm alive and air I breathe. He gave to me, then I'm not respecting or honoring him to me. And that again is me. So, for me, practically, if I have um esteemed a guy because the first thing I want to do when I wake up is call some man first the if i if I'm worrying about how he feels about what I think, if I'm trying to do things to um get him to see me, appreciate me, pay attention to me, then he is now an idol. So that's the most practical I think by if for a woman if that man is before God. Even her children. Even her children. Her job, her career, this thing you want to get off the ground. If all you doing is paying attention and putting your attention and your effort and your sweat and tears and da 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 and there's no consultation with the Lord at all ever. And you think about him for a second and you say, well, okay, thanks God. Oh God, to God be the glory. Like we all say that and, 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 okay. All right. We all say to God be the glory and you ain't spending not not nay little minute <laughs> or I'm blessed. How you doing? I'm blessed and faith. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. But you, you, what you doing? What are you doing? What are, you doing? What are your actions? And so, again, like we always say, action speaks louder than words. And what are your actions saying? Is God really important to you? Did you turn away from him? So those are practical things. So bringing it back to the first part when we said, you know, Melissa asked me, how was I doing in this quarantine pandemic, In these pandemic streets, streets. <laughs> and I was like oh I'm doing fantastic because I just get to, get to do what I want to do anyway which just stay home <laughs> <laughs> and be with my family and you know we acknowledge that people is a real serious time people has lost loved ones and that's definitely something that we are praying for um, for others and then we talked about how we can have a positive outlook and just draw closer to God we can let the enemy deceive us and you know amplify our fears and voids and deficits in our soul such as looking to something else to fulfill us okay and what does that look like that looks like I'm currently in a relationship or I'm trying to be in a relationship but I'm currently in a relationship I do not want to let this man go I might have let him go before the pandemic quarantine (laughs) but now I ain't going to have no boo. Lay up with me. Mm-hmm. And the world has changed. I got knees. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And he good with fixing cars. <laughs> Listen. I, I he can't, good with his hands. I can't let him go. <laughs> go right? Well, ma'am. Ma'am. That's an idol. Sir. That's an idol. Like, we, we're bringing it to you real life, real talk. Right? Things that you wouldn't normally necessarily hear from a pulpit or mm. from a preacher but this is what we in our past have found that we have idolized, idolized mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're young and in school right? You're doing everything. You are pulling over nighters. You are in med school. You're doing all of this but who got you in med school? Mm. Right? Mm. You are up for partner mm. at the firm or you have just gotten your doctorate or your phd yeah um, your um, law degree like these are very serious academic accomplishments Mm -hmm. and absolutely you work hard to get them but who is your source did you do it all on your own right did you birth yourself (laughs) right right so food can be an idol food food you think when you wake up, you think about food. What's my name? This used to be me, okay, and I'm I'm still in the fight, right? <laughs> wake up, what I'm gonna eat for breakfast? Ooh, what's gonna be my snack? Ooh, what's for lunch? Ooh, what kind of dessert I want today? Which restaurant I want? To- and then clearly, in the pandemic, when you order and order and order and order and order and right, <laughs> you get it. All types of cuisines from all over the world. Like there is no stop. According me. to apps, you know, mm-hmm. there is no limit. Mm-hmm. To what you can consume, but are you consuming it to your stuff and now you're sick?
1: Mm.
0: Are you using um, what you could be saving on food? Like, are you, what are you doing financially?
1: Mm.
0: Are you serving a financial idol? Mm. Mm-hmm. Are you serving a food idol? Are you serving a lust idol? Mm. Okay, and I don't know, this is, I, I'm going, all right, Lord, Pornography? Mm. You're home. You ain't got nothing to do. You ain't got nothing to do. Nobody you didn't talk to on that, that phone. <laughs> and if you ain't got no pandemic boo, you're going to make your pandemic boo. But, but boo, let me tell you, <laughs> you have no idea who's in a room with you. And it is not just you. Right. That's a whole another episode. That's a whole one. Okay, because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So I'm not trying to scare you. Melissa's not trying to scare you. We're just trying to make you aware. Just in case you weren't that in this new year, as modern as we are, no matter where you are in the world and what language you speak, you can just because you're not Abraham's brother. Right. (laughs) I don't know how many thousands of years ago doesn't mean just because you're not cutting a goat. Right. And putting it on an altar doesn't mean you're not, or you're not making carving a wooden image mm-hmm. that you're not worshiping an idol. Mm-hmm. I just we just wanted to give you practical, um, information on what does that what does that look like for me today, especially when it comes to relationships. You have a best friend who is doing you no good, mm. but because we're in a time and we're, we're trying to, um we're trying to wrap this subject around the time that we're in now because it's so different than any time we've ever been in. And we are vulnerable to behave differently than we would have pre pandemic. We are letting stuff get to us quicker. We're letting stuff break us down quicker. We're not as strong because we're walking, you know, some of us Mm. are walking in fear and anxiousness and panic. Mm. And so, we need to show you. Open your eyes and let you know because, I believe it's Hosea four six. Um, yeah. my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. By by lack of knowledge, I'm glad right? You brought that back, yeah. So we're trying to just bring you the knowledge. Like, don't fall for the okie doke because ignorance is not going to save you. And you just Ma- throw that in there. <laughs> as okay. Melissa opened up with. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We got, we got to bring it all back to spiritually. Mm-hmm. You're so concerned with what's going on physically that you are unaware through to your lack of li- knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's a spiritual war. It is spiritual war. So and you, you are operating in spiritual laws that you're not fully operating in. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Now, God, you know, Jesus said that Satan comes to steal, mm-hmm. kill, and destroy. But I have come so that I can give you life and life, and abundantly. life more abundantly. So. Yes we got to get our life and we got to be on the correct team. And so we are, this is going to be the longest episode thus far, but I'm going to keep moving because we've given you the problem. Mm -hmm. You fully understand it now, or Mm -hmm. you should, Mm -hmm. excuse me. What is an idol? How did I get here? What's what am I serving an idol? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. We gave you several script scriptural references Mm -hmm. on what God says and how he feels Mm. about Mm. You making Mm -mm -mm something idol, something above him, Mm. he says he hates it. No, that you hate him. That you hate him. Mm. That you hate him. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then he says, but look at here, (laughs) you know, I'm a just God. Verse six of Exodus uh, chapter 20 said, you know, it ended with, but those who follow my commandments and love me, I will bless them for a thousand Thousand generations. generations. So that brings us to our closing and, and I want to go into um, something that was highlighted for me um, in a study that I was doing because I asked God, okay, now you say a whole bunch of times, (laughs) you know, love you and seek you. What does loving and seeking God after your own heart look like because he's Mm -hmm. always saying that seek me with your whole heart love me with your whole heart Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and I will give you da 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 these blessings Mm -hmm. right so I'm like okay well let me uh how do I qualify (laughs) to love you with my whole heart seek you with your whole heart okay Mm -hmm. with my heart how does that look what does that look like and so Let's go, and this is going to be quite lengthy, but we need to read the whole thing because I want I want you to really understand the background of the story. So Second Chronicles, mm-hmm. chapter 15, and we're going to read 1 through 15 with okay. a special emphasis on 14 and 15. So 2 Chronicles. So 2nd Chronicles mm-hmm. chapter 15, mm-hmm. verses 1 through 15, and special emphasis on verse 14 and 15.
1: Okay.
0: But we need to understand how we got to 14 and 15. So so this is talking about King Asa.
1: Mm.
0: All right? Yeah. Verse 1. The spirit of God came upon Azariah, son of Oded, and he went out to meet King Asa as he's as he was returning from battle. Listen to me, Asa, he shouted. Listen all you people of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. Whenever you seek him, you will find him. But if you abandon him, he will abandon you. Mm. As I was reading this, I paused there. I said, "Now, chapter uh, verse two said what?" <laughs> <laughs> the with. prophet is telling King A- King Asa, mm-hmm. "But if you abandon him, meaning God,
1: mm-hmm. we will he will him. abandon
0: you." <laughs> mm-hmm. That left me like you know somebody punch you in the chest, and you just like, woo. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Verse three. And I am reading the um, NLT version, if I didn't state that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Verse three. For a long time, Israel was without the true God, without a a priest to teach them and without the law to instruct them. Mm -hmm. Verse four. Mm -hmm. But whenever they were in trouble and turned to the Lord, the God of Israel and sought him out, they found found him. All right, it's getting a little better, it's getting a little better. (laughs) Um, Verse five, during those dark times, it was not safe to travel. Problems troubled the people of every land. Nation fought against nation, verse six, and city against city. For God was troubling them with every kind of problem. Don't that sound like what we're doing? What, what's happening to us right yes, now? Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Mm-hmm. But as for you, verse seven, be strong and courageous oh. for your work will be rewarded. Talking to King Asa, mm-hmm. the prophet. Verse eight. When Asa heard this message <laughs> from Azariah, Ez- the prophet, he took courage mm-hmm. and removed mm-hmm. Oh, Oh. not some, not 25%. Okay, Mm -hmm. not that TV that your your ex brought you, but you still keeping. Okay, (laughs) not them pictures and jewelry. Mm -hmm. Shoes, clothes, Gucci, bags. Mm -hmm. Verse eight, when Asa heard this message from Azariah, I'm messing up this word, Azariah, Azariah, the prophet, he took courage and removed all the detestable idols from the land of Judah and Benjamin and in the towns he had captured in the hill country of Ephraim. And he repaired the altar of the Lord, which stood in front of the entry room of the Lord's temple, verse nine. Then Asa called together all the people of Judah and Benjamin. What that look like you calling a family meeting? Mm -hmm. Those who live with you
1: mm-hmm
0: okay mm-hmm. then Asa called together all the people of Judah and Benjamin along with the people of Ephraim Manasseh and Simeon who had settled among them okay <laughs> for many from Israel had moved to Judah during Asa's reign when they saw that the Lord his God was with him so they wanted the blessings. These people were strangers. They came up to King Asa's territory and was like, let us live in your land because God is clearly with you. Cause you up here popping. You blessed, right? Right. Verse 10, the people gathered at Jerusalem in late spring during the 15th year of Asa's reign. Verse 11. On that day, they sacrificed to the Lord, 700 cattle and 7,000 sheep and goats from the plunder that they had taken in battle. Verse 12. Then they entered into a covenant. Mm. That's another one. To seek the Lord, mm. the God of their ancestors with all their heart and soul. Yes. There's that phrase. Mm-hmm. Verse 13. They agreed that anyone who refused... okay, they about to take this real serious. <laughs> Verse 13. They agreed that anyone who refused to seek the Lord, the God of Israel, will be put to death. Mm. Whether young or old, covenant, man. Or woman. Mm. They were so serious about their covenant. They said, look, anybody here that don't love the God with all their heart, with all their strength, the one that want to go back to Adam's will put to death, young and old, man or woman? Covenant. Verse 14. And this is what I want to put emphasis to. This is why I had to read the whole thing so you can see the background of this. We're going to highlight 14 and 15. We're asking God, look at here. You say this a whole lot now. <laughs> You're trying to bless thousands of generations and we love you and 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 follow your commandments. You also say in other parts of the Bible, seek you, seek seek you with all, all of your heart. heart. So, so our question heart. is, mm-hmm. what do we have to do to love and seek you with all of our heart? Mm-hmm. Verse 14. Mm-hmm. They shouted out their oath of loyalty to the Lord. With trumpets blaring and ram's horns sounding. Girl, they had, a, they had a whole band. Look at oh, that. I was going to say orchestra. It's celebration time. We done threatened everybody in the land that ain't following God. We will kill you. You will die. Okay. okay. Now let's celebrate. <laughs> let's have a party. Okay. <laughs> Verse 15. Mm. Pay attention. People. No, read that one. Read 14 again. They shouted out their oath of loyalty to the Lord. So they Lord used their mouth to with, speak. With trumpets blaring and rams' Celebration horns sounding. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Verse 15. All in Judah mm-hmm. were happy about this covenant. Mm-hmm. So they all agreed and they all were It was Judah and Benjamin, but... Um, the tribes. All in Judah all in Judah were happy about this covenant, for they had entered into it with all their heart. All oh, their heart. There's their they phrase meant it. again. They meant it. There is their phrase again. Why? Because we're asking God the question. Look at here, we listen. <laughs> we don't want to be taken out. We don't want to be caught in idolatry. And guys, y'all know what that means. You you don't act like you don't know what all your heart means. You know what all your heart means. You give all your heart to a man. Mm. You give all your heart to your kids. Mm. You give all your heart to that job. Well, anyway, go ahead. All right. I thought that was a well, well (laughs) moment. Mm. Okay. Verse 15. All in Judah were happy about this covenant, for they had entered into it with all their heart. Mm. Praise God. They earnestly, earnestly. Okay, so all their heart, they earnestly sought after God Mm. and they found him. Okay, because he wasn't hiding. Now, let me tell you this last sentence of this verse is what the Lord did for them. Okay, Mm. and it's real smooth. Mm. It says, And the Lord gave them rest Mm. from their enemies amen. on every side on every side they earnestly okay verse 15 all in Judah were happy about this covenant for they had entered into it with all of their hearts mm. they earnestly sought after God and oh, they Lord. found him mm. he didn't keep quiet he didn't ignore them right? right he answered them and not only did he answer them not only did he, he gave them something they hadn't even asked for peace and the Lord gave them rest yes. from their enemies on every side. That's Don't right. you have enemies today? So ain't nobody going to Don't you. you have enemies today, ladies and gentlemen? This pandemic is, is an enemy. Is rent an enemy to you right now? <laughs> is their mortgage an enemy to it's you right cancer now? Cancer Is an enemy to you right is now? Is sickness in your body an enemy to you? Depression. Is being in this unhealthy, toxic relationship, relationship an enemy to you right now? Is your children acting up mm. right now? Mm. Your job Will you rest or, or not against press, flesh and blood, like I said. Nah. It's okay, is special. your job tripping? They mm-hmm. treating you like you not the best employee that you really are? Okay. Is your family. Are you like you can't remember things? you losing, you forgetful? Yeah. You know, you don't have any motivation. Right? You You, see them? Them. you seem like you got a hole in your pocket. As soon as you get money, it's gone. Yeah. 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 Are those your enemies? Well, guess what? He said. He said he would take care of them on every side. Every. What's every? Is every lacking anything? No. Did it say some? No. Did it say 25%? Mm-mm. On so every side. That's, the, that's, the, that's one of the side. things I really like about God. When he says something, he says it. Like he I said, planned. it is and it ain't. And <laughs> he said he is not a man that he should lie. Mm-mm. Let's hold him at his word, people. We have tools. We have tools. You we understand. are not out here without. Mm-mm. We, we are not, we are powerful by ourselves, no. With God, absolutely. With Jesus Christ dying and sacrificing for us, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Psalm 91, God has given his angels charge over me and keep me in all my ways so that my clumsy self sometimes, (laughs) if I trip, they will grab me up in their arms so that I won't even dash my foot against a stone. (laughs) That's what Psalm 91 say. It sure do. No good thing will he withhold okay. because I love yes. him. Yep. And she could go on and on and on. And that's exactly one of the he tools gives us that you have to use is the word. He gives us power to tread upon serpents and, and scorpions. scorpions and nothing shall by any means harm, harm us. Or hurt you. Great. Touch you. I was about to say great as he Amy, like you right. I did me because I like that. like it when he I no I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. I'm more than a conqueror. I ain't no pup. Oh, that's right. Because he ain't one. You ain't got to But not fight. through my own strength. Exactly. You ain't, he, he, you don't got to do anything. Right, and and I have one more. Let me pull out my little book I had to the little corner here because I had to write this one myself. Because in the past, I have had um, issues with being offended. Like I told you in the last episode, I would be murdering people in my mind. Do you understand me? At least you're transparent. I would be cursing people out. I would be. I I wouldn't say nothing to their face. No, because I may work. (laughs) <laughs> okay, and this, and this job paid me real, real good. Okay, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna curse you out. Okay, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna curse you out of my mind. Then I'm like, God, did you see what they, did you, did you, did you see that? And then what you say? He said nothing about them. He, said, about he said something about me. Well, what mm-hmm. you doing cursing them out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Christy? Right. You've been didn't didn't you done already took care of it. What you need me for? Listen, didn't you just have a whole praise party on your way to work and you acted like this? <laughs> So I was easily offended, guys, right? Mm-hmm. So another one, when I said we have the power, Psalm 119.65 says, I have great peace because I love God's law and nothing offend shall you. offend me. Yep. But I choice? meditate on this because uh, I used to be mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> peaceful in my mind and heart. My mm-hmm. heart was wicked. And I'm not going to say it's not wicked now because you know, mm-hmm. God says the heart is weak. out, the of, heart them, is out of the deceitful. It's deceitful. Out of the mouth, the heart speaks. So and He's working on me daily to let me know I ain't arrived yet. He's working on everybody, and that's and that's exactly the points that we've been trying to make, and the, that I've been saying. Like everything filters from your heart. If you have the wrong, if you if you have the wrong attitude within yourself, it's gonna filter out. Period. You have the wrong heart. Your thoughts are gonna be wrong. Everything's polluted. It's contaminated with your filthy thoughts, with your wrong perceptions. Everything is from in your heart. You so, know. yeah. Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. So let's put this in perspective like we do everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Seeking God. God is my Loving helper. God with all of my heart, right? With all of my strength. Mm-hmm. Loving him so that I can have a thousand worth generations past me be blessed. Because of me, because of what, what I did, right? Because mm-hmm. on the flip side, if I'm living in idolatry, he said, you, your children, your children's children, and their, their children. children, and their children, mm-hmm. four generations, going to be jacked up because of you. Because you want to hold on to this relationship, because you want to overeat, because you want to spend all your money instead of giving to the poor, or whatever God tells you to do. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So... How do I love him with all of my heart with all of my strength with all of my soul? How do I seek him and he finds and and we and I find him? Mhm. And he protects me on every side from my enemies? Every What is what does that look like? Let do like me. I had to start slow. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I had to start slow <laughs> and um you know, my sister bless her heart, she's my big sister. She's been with me every step of the way. <laughs> Cause I I wasn't always the one quoting scriptures. People understand me, okay? I didn't know him. I knew one or two, and not that I've arrived, but I got enough in me. Because what I did was, I looked when God talked to me about what I needed to work, work on, on. Yep, He didn't. He's a gentle, kind definitely God. Gentle. Yes, He's a jealous God. If you out here tripping, right? But He's continuously working on you he's to a bring father. you back to Him. Exactly. He don't want to take you out. He will. <laughs>
1: Point right? blank,
0: point blank. But he's always calling for you to come back to he him. Is. So how do we start with this loving him and seeking him and he will, and we will find him. Right. Right. Starting off slow. What I did was when he told me I needed, when I needed to fix something. And even before, like if I knew, he didn't, you know, I need to work on my anger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me find scriptures, do a, a internet search, put in the word anger plus scriptures. Right. And it might pull up the negative ones first, like, uh, woe is (laughs) thee, you know, (laughs) but then, you know, what's the opposite of anger patience, right? Even temperament, right? So look up those scriptures Mm -hmm. and put some on your mirror, put some in your car, put some, write it down, look at them, say them. And that's how you get them in your heart. Yeah. So that's meditation. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that, Thoughts don't come to my mind. Well, I want to curse people out, but now I cast down that imagine, imagination. and Every hard thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God, right? Knowledge of God. But I, the Holy Spirit, has to have some scripture up there to rise up in me, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in another uh, verse I want to say because this is not all on you, right? You're you you're not trying to do this in your own strength, right? Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So again, I had an issue with that. Because I'm like, wait a minute, God. How am I going to do this? (laughs) This is a lot. Like, this this is a lot. I'm not no preacher. Right. I... I don't know how to tell myself a sermon. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to hype myself up like that. All I know is no weapon born against me shall prosper. I can do all things to Christ Jesus. And I know a couple of (laughs) things. But not like that. That Not like for every problem or or temptation that I face. I don't really know what scripture to pull up with it. Like I can't do this on my own. Right. Which is the point. Right? (laughs) Right. So Philippians 2.13 says... Mm -hmm. For, and I personalize this, so it says, for God is working in me, giving me the desire and power to do what pleases Him. Yes. I, I say this a lot lately, mm-hmm. because this walk is a journey, with God, seeking Him as a journey. Mm-hmm. You're not perfect, but nope. again, then come back to this verse, He said, He working with you. So when He, the operative word when is you, with you. When you think about Him Mm -hmm. and opening your Bible, that's him Mm -hmm. saying, read my word. Mm -hmm. If you're going through YouTube instead of clicking on something that's going to delight you and gossip or whatever, and you see a sermon that's better edifying for you and he's saying, click that one, then click that one. That's 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 the desire he's talking about, giving you the desire and power to do it. Right? I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do this by yourself but you do have to take a step. You do have to take action. You can't just lie in the bed (laughs) and Oh God, oh God, help me Lord, help me. And expect you to just wake up with your rent paid and groceries in your refrigerator and peace of mind and that fear gone but instead you have power. That power that he's talking about, tread upon serpents, serpents and nothing
1: Shall by any angels. means harm
0: you that you are convinced that you do have angels. Yep. God will give, uh, God is um, giving you angels, your specific angels, another lesson, mm-hmm. charge over, over you, you to yep. keep you in all your ways. You have angels, but they're there, but if you're not speaking the word, they're there. They just <laughs> then. <laughs> Because they hearken into the voice of God. What is that? That's God's word. That is what scripture. Yes. You speak it out your mouth and then they go, right? The story of Daniel, right? Yes. Daniel went on a fast and the, the angel came and said, listen, Daniel, I was I on my way to Boston, day one, right. but it's day 21, 21, right? But the whole time, Daniel was praying, help, help, help. <laughs> These 70 years supposed to be over. Now I didn't read it in the book. Hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out we're going to year seven and Well uh, Listen here, we're supposed to be out this bondage. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so you got to give them something to work with. Yep. That no one's going to supersede your free will. None. Either side, good or bad, Not good or evil, yep. angels or demons. Mm. Okay. The good angels, heavenly angels, the one God has given charge over you. They're going to go by the words that you speak, speak the word, right? If you speak negativity, you speak, Oh my gosh. I'm so broke. I don't know how I'm gonna pay this. Mm. Instead of God takes um, pleasure in the prosperity of His servants, God yes. will supply all of my needs according his, to his, his His riches, riches and glory, by, by Christ. Jesus. not mine, exactly. Right, and he's giving us you speak all that. And now the angels can like go. It. But yes. if you speak the opposite one, what do you think is going to happen? The evil spirit is going to be like, oh yeah, <laughs> we got it now. Let's let's bring some more turmoil in her life because she's speaking the opposite of what God said, which is what Melissa said in the first place. Truth.
1: Yep.
0: So we are at an hour. I'm I'm, ma'am. I just really needed y'all to know this. <laughs> and Melissa really needed y'all to know this. I wanted to break it down slowly. And I wanted to not skip over anything. I wanted to be sensitive to hold the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You are not alone, but you do have to take action. You, you have to have use to, your free will yeah. to agree with God. Mm-hmm. Ask Him for your help. He said, that, um, in Kings, it said, they sought Him and found, found him. him. He didn't go nowhere, though. He, from him. he would never leave you or forsake you. Never. Speak your promises. They are true. They work. They work. Will, what, is, does a Christian mean... You skipping on the every day? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Because you will get opposition once you wake up. See, the devil wasn't bothering you when you was out here doing your shenanigans. And we're not going to elaborate. We have already elaborated in the last couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. What those shenanigans can be. He going to leave you alone because you on his team. Well, if you know it or not. Right. Christian or no Christian leader, right. You on his team. Yep. When you cross over and you're seeking God, like we talked about, with your whole heart. Whole oh. And you start speaking these scriptures out your mouth, and the and your heavenly angels are fighting these um, evil angels, these demon spirits. Oh, he, he not gonna. That's not he he wants you back mm-hmm. on his side. So he's going to send opposition, but you stand firm because we're wrestling out against flesh and blood, but against principalities, right? Mm-hmm. Never think right? Yeah. But but what does he say? See see. Okay, one more thing. <laughs> She did not. Sorry. I don't know. (laughs) Let me stress because I feel like I need to stress this. This is not your fight. No. You are in your human, okay, five foot five, six foot 10, whatever. You're not bigger or stronger than an angel, good or bad. You're not. You're not going to physically beat an angel, okay? They're stronger than us. But who they're not stronger than Jesus, is God. Jesus Christ. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the blood that Jesus shed when he became a curse mm-hmm. on the cross for us and defeated death mm-hmm. and defeated mm-hmm. hell. Mm-hmm. Right? Satan. In Revelation, it says Satan is defeated. Defeated. So remember mm-hmm. that, right? But in order for you to remember that and believe it, you have to meditate on the scriptures day and night, right? Yeah. Um, is it Joshua? Joshua 1 and 9. 1 and 9 and 9. Meditate on a um, word day and night and you shall make your way prosperous. Prospers. Yep. You got to believe in the prophets and then make your way prop- okay, prosperous. Okay. So. Yes. So you're not fighting this fight. So you speak the word. That is the fight. That is your swore. Right? Um, Ephesians. 6, I believe, talks about putting on the whole armor of God. Ephesians 6. Right? Mm -hmm. Put on the whole armor of God. That is what you have to do. The, the, and I have this written down too because that's how I need to act in life lately, right? Mm -hmm. So Ephesians (coughs) 6, 12 through 18. So it talks about the whole armor of God, which is the breastplate of righteousness. Mm -hmm. The feet um, girded with gospel of peace. The shield of faith, which will stop the fiery, fiery darts, darts mm-hmm. of the wicked one. Mm-hmm. The helmet of the salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of the God. right? Of and then the bonus scripture is 18, where it says praying always with all prayer and, th- and thanksgiving in the spirit. And then Romans ten seventeen says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right. You have to speak the word. If you put on the whole armor of God, the... The shield of faith mm-hmm. allows you to quench those negative thoughts that are coming to you. Don't accept them. And the sword of the spirit is the word of God. So literally when you say, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Great is he that's in me than he that's in the world. In the spiritual realm, that is a sword to the evil angel i.e. demon that's coming to you in the spirit realm it's a sword slicing him all up yeah and that's what Jesus is our example Mm -hmm. and what did he do he was in the the doggone woods (laughs) being tempted yeah for 40 days he was hungry he was thirsty no food no water no drinks no nothing no bread Mm -hmm. and when God tempted him he said okay well turn these stones because I know you're hungry (laughs) To bread and Jesus said, It is written, it is written for it is written, man must live, by, man does not live by bread, by bread alone, by but by, by every, every word, word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, sword, right in the spirit. And what happened? The devil went away, yeah. He resisted the devil and he will flee. He's yes, already he defeated people, so I want to he's already, defeated. we want to let you know you've already won the fight. And just remember the helmet of salvation, too, because you forget that you. Saved. You whole saved. You whole saved saved. person. Like you are saved. So that is your. That's another one of your weapons. And for me, I like to. I like to tell the devil, I am seated in heavenly place because I am the inheritance of God. I am seated in Him. I accepted Him. I believe in Him. I believe the work of of what God did on the cross with Jesus. He raised Him from the dead. So therefore, by there. Therefore, by okay. Therefore, by all right. I am seated. Okay, listen, I am seated, okay, in Christ, Mm. and then I always, I always like the picture when I'm really going through or when he really trying to attack me, it's like I imagine a court of law, like even in a natural, natural realm here on this earth, like when you're in the court, there's a judge and there's the prosecutor and then there's the defendant, okay, you, (laughs) I'm a defendant, Jesus, who's my advocate, who's my lawyer, Jesus, all right, so I'm not losing I'm not losing. He is my advocate. He's my advocate. I am seated in heavenly places. Every time he come up to, to throw any kind of uh, anything against me, every tongue that rises up against me, I I shall condemn. Why? Because he's already done it. So I am I am very aware that I don't have to fight. I don't. I just need to believe. Well, you're not the one fighting, but you do have to fight with the word of God. Well, yeah. I mean, that's already established. I'm I'm talking I just, just wanna clarify about those me. out there for people that wanna take it different. like, Oh, they brought us to this whole conclusion to say we ain't got to fight. No, no. No, nah, I'm... No, nah, yeah. Okay, you're right. All right. You no, know, they're trying. <laughs> no, he, we're fighting with the word of God, but you have to actually know your position. You have to know who's fighting for you. And you yes, already won the fight. You, and you already won the fight. That's what I mean. Your mentality has to already be that you have. So basically, and this is the other thing that I had to learn is that, yeah, you can say the scripture. You can, you can, you know, whatever. For me, it was a lack of confidence. So to be confident, you have to... That's your authority, Okay, and there's a bunch of different stories about that in the Bible because mm-hmm. when, the, when the guys try to do what Jesus did or when they try to do what the disciples did and they got beat up by them demons, okay, it's because they had no authority. So that's a whole nother subject and we done already went over, but I'm trying to tell you, you have to have the confidence. And in order to get the confidence, you have to be in his word. You have to spend time with the Lord. You have to spend time with the word. You have to meditate and then speak it with authority and confidence. Sure, confidence. All right, anyway, that was my pick. Clearly, we can go on and on and on. <laughs> we both learned very, very hard lesson, guys. Yeah. That's brought us here. Mm-hmm. You know, God used those trials. God used us when we was, first of all, I got to do it. Oh. <laughs> I got to thank God, and this is a prayer point. We, we've had very, a lot of prayer points during this episode, but if you're still alive, in January 2021 guys thank God thank God because even whether you were the best Christian in the world or the worst one whether you were doing shenanigans and all of in idolatry all of in and out of somebody's bed all of in and out of stealing and gossiping and whatever else God has said to you and he's already spoken to your heart I believe that of what you put before him you are alive We have time. And he kept you alive so that you can come to the point Mm -hmm. where you will repent. He kept you alive in his infinite grace and mercy Mm -hmm. because he loves you. He loves you, even though you have been showing him that you hate him because that's what he calls idolatry. He still loved you enough to keep you alive. So that you would come to repentance. We talked about repentance in the last episode. What is repentance? Christy, Melissa. Saying you're sorry, you were wrong. You were wicked and evil toward him. He is your God. And turn away. He is the one that provides for you. He is the one that gives you the resources, that gives you the talents, that gives you the intelligence, that gives you legs and eyeballs and Mm -hmm. ears and a heart and lungs, so that you can go out here and use those talents to make money, to pay your rent to buy your favorite meal that you are stuffing yourself with, you know, just gluttony. And trust me, I, listen, I got to fight gluttony quite often, okay? Because this food I here good. <laughs> they come up with all kinds of great stuff. Oh, my gosh. All right? So, again, I'm not judging you. Melissa and I mm-hmm. are very aware of our struggles, but we're also, we have to humble ourselves and be we, we repent every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can cross scriptures. Yeah, we passionate. Yeah, we know who our God is and, and our angels who protect us. But we we sin and we repent. You're just saying, I got it wrong. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Confess and forsake God. Confess. Them. John 1 9. He is faithful and just to forgive you if you confess your sins. Um, and clean you from all unrighteousness. So all the other stuff you're not even repenting for, don't even know to repent for. He he cleanses you of that too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well she forgot that um, she cursed somebody out the other day. She ain't say that, but I'm gonna forgive her of that too. <laughs> okay, right? Because it could be so many things, so many little things that we don't even think is a sin to our God. It is, but he, you know, as you walk with him, he'll let you know that. As you talk with him and spend time with him, you will you will learn his ear. Um. So you're alive today. You're listening to this today because God wants you and loves you. He wants you back on his team and he wants to save your life and he wants you to live your purpose in which he birthed you for Mm -hmm. 15 years ago, 25, 35, 65, 75, 90 years ago. Mm -hmm. You still are alive, which means he still has purpose for you. So we're grateful that we're still alive talking to you. All glory to God. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Jesus. And uh it's yes, okay that's like that's uh that's a wrap righty so how can they find us? So you can find Melissa at melissamagazine.net. dot mm-hmm. you want to know more about purpose you want to know more about healing your inner wounds taking accountability for your life and your future um, melissamagazine.net. net you want to learn learn more about how to get out of a bad relationship should you or should you not end your um, unhealthy relationship. What are some of the signs that you are in an unhealthy relationship? I have some resources and um, articles on my website. I also have some at this moment in time free ebooks. I have an ebook where it uh, speaks to relationships and what men and men and women deserve in a relationship, but it's written to men about women. So women, you read it and know what you deserve in a relationship. Men, you read it to know what you should be providing. <laughs> <laughs> your woman in a relationship. And I also have, um, right now, again, it's free, uh, breakup affirmations, daily um affirmations to heal after a breakup. And so uh yeah. And your website? Oh, Christy Magazine. <laughs> Christy dot com and our email address if you have any questions is is podcast dot two sisters with an S at gmail.com. So we know we're doing a lot of heavy episodes, but it's in our heart and we must get it out because we're you know, we trying to be obedient to God. And we know it's a lot of heavy stuff, but guys, email us um, if you have questions and if you have any suggestions on what you want to hear in the future, if you want to elaborate more on a particular subject that we touched on, we will be happy to do that. But we want to bring you... Um, what we've learned. Hope yeah, and peace and the... Show you that you have authority in Christ, that you don't have to be walking in fear, that you have a God that said, "If He is before you, who can be against you?" What is that like um, walking? Like, like we we kind of say this like um, all the time too. Like they don't got nobody, like they don't have nobody like to no You know what I mean? Like a covering. Like when we out here, when somebody just out here, like they ain't got nobody that love them. They got nobody that care for them. You walking around here like you're a Christian and you walking around here like you ain't got nobody that loves you, that care for you, that that protects you and keep you. You know what I mean? Like you just out here. Like You absolutely do have that. Mm-hmm. The God, the creator of heaven and earth, right? You have Jesus, his son who died for you. But you have to speak that. You have to choose him. You have to choose him. Well, you said they're a Christian and they're walking around like they're not protected. But... You had to choose them. Like, I mean, you have to. Yeah, you have to submit. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, guys. Thank you for joining us and we will see you next time. We love you and we're praying for you. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Two Sisters podcast, where we hope to encourage you on your journey of transformation and healing while having fun along the way. Follow us on IG and Twitter. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends and family. It's available on all major podcast providers. Just search for Two Sisters Podcast. Till next time.